What's going on, DNVR Nuggets fans? Welcome to another episode of the DNVR Nuggets podcast, brought to you today by TotalBeverage.com. Don't let this offer pass you by. Order today and receive 30% off your purchase of $75 or more. Do it all without leaving the comfort of your home. Get that sucker delivered. Booze delivered. Eric, also known as D-Line Co., who I'm on the line with today. How does that sound to you, man? Booze delivered straight to your door. Booze delivered straight to my door. What could be better? That's a... That's a, a dream come true for you and a nightmare for the rest of us. <laughs> well, not not the people at Total Bev. What a dream for them as well. Yeah, it's got to be $75 <laughs> off or more, but that that's why I'm telling you, Eric. I have a feeling that that's not as much a challenge for you. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that um, I, for the longest time, was known as a person worldwide, or at least uh, in my circle of friends, as someone who didn't really drink. But then something about uh, meeting the youthful, joyful DNVR crew has made me a lush, and I, I couldn't thank you for it anymore. You are like a decade and a half over like the median age at DNVR. What's that like? How's that been for your, your psyche? It's been great because I feel superior to most of you in ways <laughs> that I didn't really know how to articulate. But then like the fact that I, I feel cooler than most of you and you're much younger than I am and I hate it really should have worked that way. It feels great. So, in summation, it feels great. He goes out of control. He's got Brandon a- at one point. Yeah, Brandon, not you, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, the CEO of the company. Oh, that's Brandon. right. I almost said who, but that's my boss. Uh, he's the CEO. He's the CEO of the company. Right. Um, at a certain point, he was like, "Man, I feel like." I'm afraid, like I'm just gonna get out of touch and just not know what's cool anymore. And I was like. I'm older than all of you, SOBs, and you guys are looking to me asking what is cool. I have to create cool for you people. So to go back to your question, it feels great, Brandon. It feels great to be older and cooler than all of you losers. Not everyone has six of the same jean jackets and their own electric <laughs> personal scooter. So that's true. Well, you know what's, you know what's true? You know what's, what's cool or not cool about that, depending upon your perspective again? I only have one jean jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Just wear it all the time. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if we're keeping cool points on this, but I do have an electric scooter that's personal. Oh, I my bought God. For myself. I wrote, it, I wrote it today, <laughs> even though it was snowing, because I wanted a, a snicker bar, and I didn't feel like <laughs> I should either walk or drive. So oh, my I, God. I personally, I personal scootered over there. <laughs> Just like the oldest Marty McFly. Well, I brought D-Line Co. on today. Because he is just the hardest of core Denver sports fans, not just Nuggets, all Denver fans, which means you suffered through another Broncos agonizing defeat today. Uh, you're welcome. I wouldn't say that I, for bringing I didn't it up. suffer through it. Like, it was like really, it was awesome for a good, like, almost the whole game. So I was feeling like <laughs> undue amounts of, I mean, my head was swelling and I felt. Yeah, I was I was talking smack on the internet and on Twitter, and then it all came come came crashing down. <laughs> so how could you no, talk not, smack during a, this Bronco season, man? You gotta have a little more self awareness like, than that. I feel like you just met me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I talk smack at all points, uh, whether it's warranted or not warranted. It's generally not warranted, but um, who's I don't, that's never stopped me. Yeah, so tough tough Bronco season for you. Also, college football season for you. Go Rams, tear us under. Uh, so, you but you have you have what? faith, you have hope just, in the form. I can't believe you brought that up. I'm sorry, I cannot man. believe you brought that up. <laughs> this is all. This just, is a long-winded way of saying 
you you must be embracing this this can season, this Pepsi Center season, as hard as anyone. Oh, Abs and Nuggets, man. Dude, on dude, please. Uh, well, there's a seasonality to my fanhood. I go hard in the paint for whatever uh, Denver or Colorado-based sports team is currently in season. So yeah, I'm I'm very thankful that there's some overlap here, so that I can immediately <clears throat> shift my alliances and my allegiance to the can without being without abandoning the Broncos entirely. But again, how dare you bring up my beloved Colorado State Rams? Where during the <laughs> during the first game of the year, the Mile High uh, showdown, uh, showdown, Rocky Mountain Showdown, man, come on, <laughs> the Rocky Mountain Showdown, you pledged your allegiance to me and the Rams, only to <laughs> immediately switch sides to the dark, to the literal dark side, the black and gold, and you teamed up with Ryan Koningsberg. That was that was strictly a networking decision, though. You know, like that was just. What do you mean? <laughs> eyes up, eyes ahead. You're in the bag already as a friend, but I need Ryan, <laughs> and like I got to pander to the. There's a bigger bus community to pander to. You know. Is that how this works? Yeah, but for me anyway. All right, this intro is dragging. Let's talk. Let's talk basketball, Eric. Your 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 Denver Nuggets are two and zero, buddy. Not the prettiest oh, win boy. in the home opener over Phoenix, although Phoenix. Eric, sneaky, not terrible. I think that they're. I'm ready to apply the term good. I think they're good. It's so early, but their their win total man was 29. That was the line. I wish we every year. There's a couple of numbers I wish I had smashed in terms of team win totals, and this is gonna be the one this year. They didn't have uh, Rubio as they went in and beat the Clippers last night, but I think having a guy who can have the ball in his hands so Booker doesn't have to play point guard. Um, is, is pretty big for them. And all of a sudden, man, I think you put it in the group chat today. It's probably too early, but Phoenix eight seed question mark. I listen, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to smash that number also. Well, so hold on. Do we know what did that game actually look like when they beat the Clippers? They, I mean, what, what were the circumstances? Yeah, I didn't watch it. So I don't know. But <laughs> I didn't watch it either. I know it suddenly makes like... makes Denver's win against Phoenix good. Went from Went from not looking good to pretty good, right? It, it felt really bad, and then it felt immediately really good. But again, like, I, was Kawhi playing? Like, do we know what the what the circ? I need to know the circumstances before I. Yeah, Kawhi was playing. Paul George was not. No Ricky Rubio for the Suns. But yeah, I didn't really watch the game, so I can't speak much to it. But but kind of a fun surprise to the season already. With regards to the Nuggets, man, I kind of wanna. I wanted to ask you because we all sort of toe the line between fan and journalist. But you, outside mm-hmm. of your design work for the company, are full fan. So, oh, full fan, full. Fan. I, I have absolutely no. Like I'm a, I describe myself as a shameless homer at all times. Uh, I also have. Uh, I tell Adam all the time, like the good, the thing that's nice about me um, interjecting myself into the uh, all of you guys is that um, where you guys have, like you say, some. <clears throat> need and desire to remain objective like i don't like i not me like <laughs> it's not really what i'm here yeah for. you can tell um, by like a quick browse of your twitter feed man <laughs> so i do want your i want your unbridled fan optimist and and like fan pessimist perspective on the denver nugget season through two games just just kind of unload the notebook here man all right well, so the i mean the obvious um First note here in the notebook is that the Nuggets are going eighty-two and zero, right? And clearly, win the NBA championship. Um, I really don't see any any roadblocks, even though they haven't really looked that great just yet. But they beat 
what I deem to be at minimum the eighth seed in the Phoenix Suns, who toppled, uh, who would probably be the second seed, LA Clippers. Um, and then Portland we beat, and they beat the Mavs tonight. Thankfully, I, I saw that because of your uh, <clears throat> your whip ass alert, letting us all know that that was a time we were all to, to check in on that game. Right. With three minutes left when it was a one point game, but then the stupid Portland Trailblazers won. So I was I wasn't happy that you alerted my attention that that direction. Um, so that's that's good. Uh, Nicole Jokic looked absolutely terrible for the first three quarters of the first game, and then he looked absolutely dominant the second game so um i'm ready to declare him the runaway mvp wow he's (laughs) Uh, jamal murray looked pretty bad ish the first game and then i don't remember him looking like particularly awesome last game but then his stats are really good and he hit a really clutch bucket so I'm saying he's completely worth all the money we paid him, just like that. Um, let's see. What are my other fan takeaways from this point? Jeremy Grant is un-GD believable. It's, he's a perfect fit. My, he's he's going to be a dude, fan favorite by the end of next month if he isn't already. I don't even care about his fit. It was like that one put-back dunk. Right? It was just, I was like, I'm, that's, I'm done. Like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do with myself now? So does it seem to you, man, because that's my takeaway through these first two games – is that, and and it's nothing new, uh, but it just seems like the baseline is 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 higher again. Like it, this team is has is now reached a point where it's not hard for them to be good enough. And really, the thing that's in the in, in their way between them and greatness is themselves. But even against a good Phoenix team, <laughs> a Portland on the road. It's when you sit down to watch the Nuggets play, with the exception of maybe three or four teams, don't you feel now like okay, they should win this game. The ex the expectation is Denver wins tonight. Oh, I was just looking through their schedule, which we should do. We should do an exercise of looking through their schedule and try and identify their first loss of the season. And I was having a hard time finding it because uh, I'm not objective in any way. The Nuggets have beaten the Trailblazers of Portland. Uh, the final score is one hundred eight to one hundred. I'm seeing here. And then they beat the Suns by one point in overtime, which was very confusing, but satisfying nonetheless. So they play the Kings tomorrow. That's a dub. You think so? You ready to write that in already? At, on the road? Yeah. On, yep. <coughs> All right. 100%. That's, that's a W. Okay. So then they play the Mavericks at home the following Tuesday. So that's obviously a dub. We'll move on. Um, Pelicans, no Zion, W. Uh, the Magic, I mean Fournier. What are they dealing with down here? Uh, they've got uh, they got from the Seventy Sixers, and they had to move on from them. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. So that's a W. Um, the Heat, Jimmy Butler, feels like a W. Um, the Seventy Sixers. That's the fr- Friday eleven eight. That's the first game that I feel like there's any resistance to the Nuggets uh, tour de force. So. I'll stop you with the first two. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think they could be. I think I expect them to win on the road in, against Sacramento. But Sacramento, probably a little bit better of a team than you're giving them credit for. Also, Dallas, man. Dal- Dallas is sneaky formidable. Gave Denver a hard time last year. The addition of Kristaps Porzingis should make things a little more interesting. Sure. I like Dallas sure, as a sure. team to 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 also contend for that eight or seven spot. 
Uh, cause I, yeah. cause I watched golden state play today, man, again, and, and that does not look like a playoff team to me. Um, so I called this out in the slack earlier too. Yeah. I mean, they were uh, getting, it, they were getting rocked today by the Oklahoma city thunder <laughs> who also look I mean, t- fun and good by the way. So I, I, so I said this, that, uh, golden state is 100% going to pull, uh, San Antonio Spurs on us where they go dormant for one year end up with the number one pick and then Clay comes back and then all of a sudden we're right back in the saddle again with this stupid team um, but they're definitely missing the playoffs this year the Kings are better than I'm giving them credit but they're still going to lose the Mavericks are better as you point out with Kristaps and uh, <clears throat> and Co but they're still going to lose so that's two W's for the Nuggets it's really more about the Nuggets than these other teams that are trying to pump up for confusing reasons yeah, I mean, all of this is to say the bigger point here is it does feel like the Nuggets are in that that handful of teams. Now, you mentioned Philly, and you would say Philly, Milwaukee, Houston, both LA teams, and Denver, right? As as teams that are within them, there's tiers, but they're a cut above the rest of the league. It feels that way now. Um, so It does feel that way. We should, uh, when we come back, I do want to pour some a glass of cold water on things, man. I want to talk about what you are <laughs> concerned with. So a couple of the things I'm concerned with. And also Michael Porter Jr. because people can't get enough of that. But we're going to take a quick break. We'll hear from our our, uh, sponsor real quick. And we'll be back on the other side. What's going on, Denver sports fans? Who wants to make some money? My guess is just about all of you. Everyone wants to make money. So here's the easiest way that you can add a few bucks to the wallet. Denver's newest travel hack is here. Drift shares locally owned cars with incoming travelers at Denver International Airport for a better car experience than your typical car rental service. Skip the chaos to save on time and fees when you book, or you can share your car to earn and park for free while you travel. Plus, there's no under 25 fee rule, so it's perfect for friends coming to visit. Drift is great if you're going home for break and perfect for extended travel like a semester abroad. Allstate Insurance covers your car every trip, and Drift cleans it inside and out. Even if your car is not rented out while you travel, Drift will still clean that thing upon your arrival. Get all of the info on drivedrift.com. That's drivedrift.com. All right, I'm back with Eric Weedham, known as D-Line Co. He's in charge of the visual identity at DNVR. You also know him from his design company, D-Line Co., he made some shirts with me and Adam at uh, Denver Stiffs. We're still making some cool shirts together at DNVR. Eric, in the previous segment, we were talking about all the reasons that we're hyped about Denver, why we feel like they're just, even when they play ugly, you still expect them to win, as we've seen through those two games. But is there anything that concerns you through two games? As we know, the aspirations are higher now, man. If it's championship talk, then you have to nitpick through two games so early. Is there anything that, that you're worried about? Yeah, I mean, they haven't put a complete game together yet. Like, they <clears throat> were really sluggish in the first quarter of that Suns game. Um, and they coughed up the lead late with terrible, mindless fouls. Um, and it went into overtime, and it didn't have to go over, into overtime. And then you needed, like, late uh, game heroics to, to pull it out. Even though they, they came out firing in the overtime period and, like, hit two three-pointers and, and jumped out to a seven-point lead, I think. And then yet still, it came down to Torrey Craig having to make the, the most impressive defensive play of his life to secure it against the now good Phoenix Suns. So that was concerning. So I'm definitely looking 
to see them put it all together. Um, am I, I mean, am I concerned? Absolutely not at all. Um, <laughs> they still won despite themselves. And right. They, um, so I, that, which is really like, that's the sign of, you know, a good team. Like we have not skipped steps as has been pointed out. And in growing something naturally and, and doing it the right way, like we have, uh, you know, these, these players know each other. Um, they know how to play with each other. There's just adding in Jeremy Grant, like you said, is like the perfect addition. So it, it hasn't quite looked like what it should look like mm-hmm. just yet. Um, so that, you know, but I'm, I'm not concerned. It's just, it's, you know, you're, you're winning while figuring it out. Sure. I think the two problem areas for me so far, man, <clears throat> I say two problem areas. I, I'm actually speaking about individuals and I think, you know, part of, of them not having it going yet, we're still waiting for Jamal Murray to heat up. He he typically starts slow as a scorer. But Monte Morris and Gary Harris have really struggled through two games. Gary particularly, he's shooting 35% from the floor, 28% from three, averaging three turnovers a game right now, which is probably more surprising and concerning than the poor shooting because we have seen some inconsistency with Harris in that department. But he's a low-mistake, high-floor player. And through two games, man, he looks a little frazzled. He looks like he hasn't found his rhythm. And that, to me, was the last thing I was expecting. Yeah, Gary has been, like, like sneaky bad. But then, I don't know, He, I feel like he um, came through in the clutch a little bit in the last game. But, yeah, he really just hasn't looked like himself because, as you say, and as has been pointed out, like, the the reason Gary is Gary is because you can just sort of like set your watch by him. Like he just he's gonna give you the same kind of performance every time. And it's not it's never like the most dazzling performance, but it's also not disappointing. And it's it's sort of like teetered in either direction. And so yeah, looking to like find that equilibrium again with, with Gary is definitely something I'm looking forward to seeing. Um I don't how do you look in the preseason? I can't quite remember too there wasn't a ton of consistency, but he didn't look like this. I mean, the word I would use now is frazzled, right? He's making, he's missing windows with passes. He's rushing things. And another note, man, he came into camp lighter this year by the instruction of of the team and, and seemingly his choice as well. And to me, Eric, he looks less confident driving to the rim. I mean, last year or two years prior, he has those flashy reverses. Uh, He's, he's a sneaky good dunker over contact through contact rather but he's settling for that floater now and not hitting it with any consistency. I'm wondering, man, if like maybe he should add 15 pounds in muscle. So you're thinking he should go on the Nikola Jokic off the yeah. plan? Yeah, exactly. No, but it, I mean, it is worth noting that, that Harris has come into to each camp and each season in essentially football shape. This year, he's a little leaner, and I wonder if that's playing into things in terms of his mental confidence. I, I feel like this is like a, a theme in sports, like, players uh manipulate their body one way or the other like von miller to bring it back to my beloved yet uh or disparage broncos or they're in the tank anyway von miller uh, years ago came back heavy because he added a bunch of muscle and like he had a terrible start to the season and then um there are other players uh, trying to remember like people that have like intentionally lost a bunch of weight and then lost their mojo it it just seems like when you um, try to go against who it is that you are naturally meant to be, like it, it just like your body doesn't jive with it or something it like throws off your rhythm or something. So I, it, it is weird. Like Gary is just like 
chucking up bricks and um, yeah, losing the ball. Yeah, that's just like right. It's the shooting is okay, right? Shooting comes and goes for a lot of players, but it's the mistakes that are that are concerning. Um, it's interesting you that notion you just brought up. That's almost like the argument for Nikola Jokic not changing anything, right? And it seems like that's the argument he makes every year. It's like I prefer to play at this weight. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I was fourth in MVP voting last year, and (laughs) you know I played my way out of shape as the season went on. I listen. I when I saw him in the uh, in the FIBA World Championship, and he looked he just looked like an ogre, like a like how Shaq used to look, like right giant, massive force. Yeah, like what's the point, like? like his game is predicated on the fact that he could put the ball wherever he wants it to wants it to go at any point in time. And um, I remember, you know, in years leading up to this one, like looking at Nikola Jokic getting kind of bullied in the paint and just, you know, he, I, I would describe his frame as sort of slight or he was just like slender ish. Um, and he didn't really, he wasn't imposing physically at all. And like, so I always envisioned him going more in like the Kristaps Porzingis way where he's come back and like he now looks like uh, <clears throat> that dude from the Rocky movie, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, Ivan Drogo, Drago. Yep. Um, but Nicola went the other way. He just like went full ogre and it's like working for him. So you know what? F it. Like Gary, same thing. Like, let's get it on. Man. Monte Morris, slow start for him. Last time we saw him was him struggling, frankly, in his playoff debut but more specifically with Monteric, what I want to talk about through two games, he's averaging about 12 minutes a game. And that's less than we saw last year. And that's probably going to be his new reality if everyone's healthy. He's not going to play dual point guard minutes alongside Murray as much with Will Barton out there. He's pretty much relegated Eric to the actual strictly backup point guard duties. I would ask Adam or maybe another analyst, you know, what do you think of this? What effect does this have on the team? Are, are you concerned about this few minutes for Monte? I just want to ask you as a fan, does that bum you out, the notion that there would be less Monte Morris this season? Um, I don't think – well, I think that uh, minutes and rotations are such a fluid concept in the NBA. Like people – you know, like matchups change. I, I think maybe he get, might get less minutes in aggregate when the season's over, but I, I do think that there'll be times when he's called upon to lead the second unit in the way that he has in the past. And um, I mean, his attitude and his uh, personality is such that I don't really see it being um, it, it affecting him in any way. And mm. I don't, it ultimately like the, the effect is like wins or losses, you know, like <clears throat> I, if the team is winning, like I don't care. Yeah, I, I love Monte, but I, I just want that dub, man. Right, right. As your your concern level sounds pretty low for him, as they should be for oh. both players. We're two games in, but we're absolutely two games. In. I like I can't manufacture any any outrage just yet. I'm trying. No, that's good. That's why I'm checking in with you. If you can't, that's a good <laughs> sign. It's a good sign. Uh, another quick topic here before we get into another break. Michael Porter Jr. is not in the rotation through two games. That's not a surprise. We. Re- talked about that at DNVR Nuggets throughout training camp, that possibility and then that looming reality. Does that bum you out? And are you concerned at all the way? I've seen some fans in the YouTube comments, the Twitter comments, they're worried about losing this kid, losing his loyalty, his confidence by not playing him. Where, where's your trust in Michael Malone's decision right now? Well, 
at I mean at this point there hasn't there's been no wiggle room in either of these games. Like you right. Michael Malone hasn't had the luxury of being able to monkey around with lineups because we've just been like hanging on for dear life um in both of these games. So you know, like he'll get in. He'll definitely get in, especially um, tomorrow against the Kings when we mop the floor with them. And there's plenty of garbage time. I'm sure he'll get in. You know, it's like, and I don't think like, will we lose him in the same way we've lost Nurk? Uh, doubtful. I don't think he's the same. Although, who knows? You, you just don't know. Like, at a certain point, like if you lose uh, a player's um, allegiance that way so easily, it's like the the you don't want them on your team anyway. Right. You know, yeah, see, it's like a bad apple. That's exactly it, man. And and I think, you know, Adam Harrison and I talked about this a little bit before the season started on this podcast, but I think that's the entire point of this test and why you put him through it, right? I mean, you want to find out what kind of guy he is and, and how committed he is to the bigger picture outside of his personal aspirations. What better way to do that than to... Here's a kid who has never had to worry about playing time outside of injuries. Everyone's excited to see him play. Malone wants to humble him right outside of the gate. And and so, I mean, so you don't sound concerned with that at all. I think Malone has earned the benefit of the doubt in this regard. But I know some fans, they just think the talent in MPJ is so overwhelming that, that that's their concern. It's just making sure he's coddled and he has what he needs. Well, that's ridiculous. A, that's unbelievably ridiculous. But, I mean, again... Um, I, I don't know if this, it's come up on this podcast yet, but we're two games in. <laughs> we need to like he'll play like the kid. He'll play. He'll right. definitely play. It's just they, we just had no leeway. I mean, you can't even if he his talent is transcendent. Um, it's not a one on one game. You know, we're, right. we, you have to do work with the other five players, and um, you just don't. He's at at this point in an NBA game, he's a completely unknown commodity. So Right, and as Malone um, said, he wants to stick with the guys who won fifty four games last year. And important yes. note through two games, Barton has been actually pretty good sliding into the starting small forward position. He hasn't been any sort of revelation offensively, but he has not taken a lot of shots through two games. And and he's been willing to focus on the other things, particularly defense. Tory Craig off yes. the bench literally won the game for for Denver really against Phoenix. So it's also like as exciting as it would be to see MPJ, you're already seeing Malone's argument bear fruit through two games. Well, and Barton has been, I mean, I, I put out into the Twitter sphere, like he was balling last game, uh, not offensively at all, but like he was blocking shots. He right. was right. getting steel. I mean, he was like, he was locked in. He was engaged and he was really making a difference on the defensive end, which is, 50% of a basketball game. So that's important. Um, and again, like, you know, we'll get there, you know, we'll, we'll get there guys. Just don't worry. MPJ, he's coming. I right. He's going to play he, at some point. He's he gonna, plays. He, he, he maybe in game three of 82. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> All right, Eric, uh, I have a little more to talk to you about before we get out of here, but we have to take another break. And before we do, we have to talk a little bit about Breckenridge brewery, the official beer of DNVR. They are the original Colorado beer established in 1990 in Breckenridge, Colorado. You've probably heard of their delicious vanilla porter, the oatmeal stout, most people's personal favorite, the world famous avalanche, but they just released strawberry sky. I shouldn't say just anymore. It's old news. We've been plugging it for months at DNVR. You guys have to check out strawberry sky for you beer enthusiasts out there. They're calling this a lighthearted Kolsch ale. 
And for those of you who have no idea what that means, it, it just means it's a light, delicious beer that you've been looking for. Uh, the seasons are turning, though, Eric. Summer is over. You may have noticed mm. there's some snow on the ground. Check out that Christmas ale that's available now as well. If you can't find it, use the Breck Beer Locator. Just Google it. Great tool to find the closest Breck Beer to you, uh, no matter where you are. So use the Breck Beer Locator. Get that damn good beer in you. We have uh, the DMVR tailgates in front of Bronco Games, home Bronco Games, and we have uh, buckets and buckets full of free Breckenridge brews to anyone who wants to come and hang out with us. And people are walking by uh, as we, as I generally bark at them whether or not they want a free beer, and you know they're sort of incredulous. And then they see that those buckets are full of Breckenridge beer, and they to, to watch their eyes light up. It's like it's it's like Christmas in in and of itself. Shout out Breck Brew. You guys may or may not have witnessed our very own Ryan Konigsberg experience a pretty rough hangover after the Broncos draft party and preseason game at Blake Street Tavern. If you haven't, this video is worth checking out on Facebook at DNVR Broncos. Vita Mobile IV came to Ryan's rescue, and I mean they really came through. Vita Mobile IV comes to your home, office, dorm room, or wherever you need some serious hydration. Vita Mobile IV is made up of professionals that are passionate about preventative health, the benefits of IV therapy, and alternative medicine. Recover and recharge with Vita Mobile IV. Download their app, request a skilled IV trip therapist, sit back and relax because they come to you. Don't forget to use promo code HYD20 and save 20% off your first IV drip. Visit VitaMobileIV.com today to learn more, or just download their app and book your appointment. That's HYD20 to save 20%. Eric, I'm supposed to do like DNVR merch reads kind of organically throughout these pods, but I, I have you on here. So <laughs> it seems dumb to make it a read when I could make it kind of a mini segment. You are sure. you are the brainchild behind these gorgeous shirts available at the DNVR locker. Are there are there any right now that you, from a from a place of pride, creative pride, feel inclined to plug? Forget business, forget what's good for the company. What are you proud of right now? <laughs> well, I'm I'm more than the brainchild. I'm also the hand child. That's I true. Also create them. You literally do draw them. Yeah, I, I sold you short. <laughs> um, anything that I'm particularly proud of right now? Well, the um, the DNVR line itself, the the logos uh, for DNVR. That line is coming out, and we put it on super duper soft tri blend shirts. So I'm super proud of that. Um, I, I mean, you know, I mean, how can you choose one child over another? My favorite <laughs> shirt that I've made for DMVR is the three headed monster. That's for hockey, so we won't plug it. Um, we just made the we don't skip steps for uh, DMVR Nuggets and Nuggets fans abroad. Um, I'm really happy with the way that one came out, but I mean, we have, they're coming. Man. We, we like people hit me up on Twitter all the time, giving me ideas. Um, I, I reject all of them because I, you know, I'm the brainchild and ideas can only come from me. Yeah. Art, but, by the way, the, if you guys were wondering about the temperamental artist thing, Eric's like my first real artist friend. It's so true. He's, he's such a pain in the ass. Oh my God. Unbelievable. I wish you could see this from my side, like where I, I'll spend, you know, like a weekend, like slaving over something that I'm, 
really into, and then I'll send it over to Adam, and I'll get like a meh. I'll send it to Brandon, and they've got like they've got like notes. And I'm like, man, what is wrong with you, Chuck? Like, you know what's cool what about you your notes, me? guys, is how you can crumple them up, turn them sideways, stick them straight up your candy ass. You know what the worst part? Of, like, if I could take you behind the curtain just a little bit, you Please. and the listeners here. So the greatest part about every shirt design that we do is like when I'm by myself temperamentally working on it alone and I get it to a point where I'm like, oh man, fuck yes or F yes. And I feel so great about it. And then, and then I'm like, and then I just take a deep breath because I was, then I'm like, oh God, now we have to decide what color shirt it's going to go on. And like that is where <laughs> that's when Brandon and Ryan and Adam all start like they that's when they like really roll up their sleeves and they're like, well, now it's time to make my mark on the process. So <laughs> I'll send over like seven. Like we'll go through. Adam is always like he never wants it to be on a Navy shirt because we've done a Navy shirt before. But like, unfortunately, Adam, when you listen to this, that's the Nuggets colors. Like I don't really want for me to do like that. That's what the colors are. So. We <laughs> so then we do a lot of like royal because that's like the secondary you know that's like the, the new jack nuggets color um which is cool too but uh we get i get a lot less static for that one because I, I, it fits into the mara's personal aesthetic a little bit better and, and is it and then is it on demand uh, for you eric or is it i mean are you kind of constantly thinking and working on these maybe they come in early and you have them in the chamber like what what's the process there no, you know what's funny is like I'll I can't I like I can't force it. Mm. Right. So I'll have to like anything that I actually end up making, like I've been thinking about for like weeks and mm. then I'll finally think about like I have to be able to visualize it in order to to do it. Like I'll somebody will give me a really good idea and I can't see it, so it doesn't matter. Like it, it only matters if I can actually see it in my head and like try to put it on the screen and, and manipulate the pixels in such a way that it it ends up being, um, you know, satisfying to me and then ultimately a fight with Brandon, Ryan, and uh, Adam. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, it, you know, like, that We Don't Skip Steps shirt, We Adam and I were, were working on that since last year. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and I, like, sent over it. You know what's funny is that, like, I sent a design over to him. He said it was, quote, unquote, pretty but then we didn't end up using it, and what? And that design ended up being the logo for DNBR Nuggets. Oh, no kidding! That ball, that ball with the pickaxe. So that that pretty design could have been the we don't skip steps, but it wasn't good enough for Mister Morris. So <laughs> you sound so bitter. <laughs> well, there you have a little glimpse, a little glimpse into our favorite, our favorite panty ass. Co. All right, Eric, I got a couple of ass? I got a couple reviews and then uh, we're done. We got to get out of here. This thing's going too long. This one comes to us from Craft Brew CEO, Life Changing. I accidentally subscribed to this podcast thinking it was a podcast about VR. That's virtual reality, Eric. Life has not been too kind to me, so I have been mostly living in a virtual world. However, after listening to Brendan, Adam, and Harrison, I found the real world is not too bad. Adam and Harrison have taught me the importance of life through Nuggets knowledge, and Brendan has inspired me to love again. If you're searching for meaning and purpose in life, look no further. Thank you, Craft Brucio. That there's that can't be an earnest review. There's I'm, no chance. I'm actually no chance. actively rooting against it being an earnest review. But thank we you. Need we, a follow up. we appreciate it. 
Um, he, needs reach, he needs to reach out and let us know the sincerity level of that because it doesn't feel that, like it's possible that that's real. No doubt about it. Uh, okay, we have another five-star review from DJ654 following Adam Mares. That's going to be the title of my audio bi- autobiography, by the way. Um, <laughs> constantly learn something new and interesting from Adam Mares. I think I'm going to start following all of the DNVR network now. Followed Mares over from Locked On Nuggets. Good choice. Good choice. That is, I've that's I've carved out a career for myself that way. <laughs> Eric, thanks so much for coming on, man. I'm going to talk to you um, every day because I, I don't have a choice. We work together. Do you feel like uh, we should maybe rent a one-bedroom apartment, the two of us? Nope. Nope. No. I know exactly okay, how I feel. But, but th- yeah, good. <laughs> thanks for floating it by. I'm going to pass. Studio? Them. A stu- studio? Yes. Is that what the issue is? Yep. Oh, my God. I would kill you within a week. Okay, Eric. Goodbye. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, DNVR listeners. We're excited to tell you about some game-changing coffee. Strava Craft is the CBD-enriched coffee that has really changed lives. The reviews are incredible, so check them out. The CBD-infused coffee has taken away long-term migraines, back pain, and arthritis. It has helped decrease anxiety, IBS, you name it. This thing sounds like it's made for me, by the way. CBD is all natural and not psychoactive. The coffee is rich and tasty, so we could not recommend it more to our listeners. As Strava says, drink deeply, live fully. Check it out for yourself today and receive 20% off when you use code DNVR20 at checkout. Use code DNVR20 to save 20% off and get StravaCraft coffee delivered straight to your door. Lastly tonight, on opening night, we went around and asked different members of the Denver media who they thought would have the single game high and how many points they would get. This is what they had to say. Oh, I'm going to go Jamal Murray 52. 52, right over the mark. When, when will, do you have like a prediction for a game, early season, mid-season, late season? This is middle of January on like a Tuesday night against a random team when he has a rolled ankle the night before and decides just to go absolutely off. Mike Singer, Denver Post. So you got to give me your pick. Who is going to have the Real single Mike. game? Real Mike. <laughs> Who's going to have the single game high and how many will it be this season? I think Jokic is going to have 47 one night. Man, not a 50. Nah, he's not getting a 50-burger. He's going to miss uh, – he's going to pull a Jamal Murray and miss that final <laughs> three-pointer and piss off the Brooklyn Nets. I, th- I think Yoke might be more in line with, like, having 47 going into the fourth and not take another shot. I mean, yeah, that's a possibility. That would be more uh, on brand, as he likes to say. I just don't think he, he cares in the least. Yeah. He's going to wind up with 47, and I can just picture he's going to look down at his box score and be like, how many? How many did I have? <laughs> and it's just, you know, he doesn't care. That's, that's what's special about him. All right, with Alex Labadoo here, Nuggets.com. I'm going with Jamal. He's going to have a 50 this uh, season. He's going to get it? He's going to get 50. Uh-huh. I think that um, Jamal is really going to – prove himself in in this year i think that there's a lot of expectations on him and i think we'll we'll see a 50 spot against some big team that you didn't expect it against do you think it's coming early in the year middle year end of year i think it'll be early early i think that uh again a lot of expectations and i think he wants to showcase his development this season and i think that he's gonna have a, a big game early on um another guy who i think could could really surprise and have a big game maybe mid-season, is Malik. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. A 50-pointer, a 50 or you just see it? Like, maybe a 40. Like a 40. Okay. I think we're going to look at the box score and be like, oh, wow. And I think, you know, we've all seen it in the preseason. He's, he's looked good out there. So I think we'll, we'll see a 40 spot for Malik. 
I think it'll be Jamal Murray, and I, I think this year he'll he'll hit over 50. I think he'll have a 51-point game, similar to Boston last year. It'll come down to a final shot, and not like in a you know negative, you're going to piss people off way, but it'll come down to the last shot, and he'll make it, and he'll have 51. So it'll be like a game-winning 51. Either game, you know, I guess it would have or to be game-winning, or free throws, or something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jamal Murray will score... 49. <laughs> this is such a classic Matt take right here. I feel like it's it's all it's like perfectly trollish, but also honest. You don't want to backtrack this. 49. It'll be and it'll be sandwiched in between two performances where he shoots two of, of oh. 17 and has seven turnovers. <laughs> such a mad answer. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go Nikola Jokic with 43 points. Oh, that's kind of low. You think that's low? 43, I think, is kind of low. Man, I, I, I don't think so. Like, All right. High, high was 41. Or, or no, high was 48 with, 48. with Jamal. Yeah. I don't think he's going to play that much for, for most of these games, though. Like, they're going to they're gonna save him a bit. Do you have a prediction on who it's going to be on? Portland. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have to think about this. Oh, my God. It's not that hard. It's a simple one. Um, most points. I think it's going to be Beasley. Ooh, I love it. I was hoping somebody would do this. Easily. It's okay. going to be Malik, and it's going to be, wait, season for? Just single game. Single game high for any player? Or for, like, compare? Just for a single game. Like, who will have the, the uh, single, single game, game high. high? Yeah, I think it's going to be Malik Beasley, and I think he'll score 43. Man, both of you going 43. Oh, did you say I like it. Oh, you're fine. You like it? It's, it's what right, am I doing? Right. Single <laughs> <Yeah>. game <laughs> high. Who's going to have the single game high? This season, who will it be like and how many score points? The most yeah, points in a single in a game. Single game. <sighs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Well, well, I none of us know. <laughs> you don't even want to give a guess. I'll take a guess. <clears throat> I predict that it will be. Who did you? You said Malik. I said Malik. Who did you say? You said Jokic. I'm gonna change to Malik. I'm gonna go. Oh, you're going 50. Okay, I think. I think what's gonna happen. I think. I think Jamal one night is just gonna catch absolute fire. Sit back. And like uh-huh. set, because his career has what, like 48 right 48, now? 48, yeah. He's gonna set a new career high. 49. 49. At least 49. <laughs> <laughs> not, not 50. Oh. 49. No. Okay. Well, okay, I'll say 50, because if he's okay. at 49, I'm gonna leave him in to make can sure that he gets Can we make it against Boston again? That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, do you have a prediction? When do they team? play Boston? Or against the Sixers. I had, so I had they play, So they play, bo- okay, so November 22nd wow. against Boston. Boom! <laughs> Gotta love it. 50 points. Kendra's bringing the spice. I love it. What's going on, DNVR listeners? We got to tell you about our deal with TotalBeverage.com. TotalBev is giving the DNVR fam 30% off of your purchase of $75 or more. Use code DNVR2019 online or in the Total Beverage app. Download that today. As you may or may not know, TotalBev delivers to most of the metro area, from Lakewood to Boulder, and from Aurora to Brighton, and they have the lowest prices in the state. Plus, they now offer CBD products. That's right, from drinks to gummies, you can enjoy CBD products on your next visit to Total Beverage. Don't let this offer pass you by. Order today and receive 30% off your purchase of $75 or more. And better yet, do it all without leaving the comfort of your home. Total Beverage delivers. Cheers. <laughs> 